I sent you the episode plan. Oh shit! I'm so bad on WhatsApp, man. Sorry. Well, it's basically the things we were talking about before, yeah. right? Yeah. And wherever, wherever floats your boat. Like this is just like an yeah, outline. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I thought it'd be much easier if we just go with the flow. Yeah, like it's here in case. This is it's mainly no. for like the final questions and stuff. No, I, I love that it goes moving to UK, uni, football, and FIFA squash procurement of oil refinery. Like this just sounds Wait. so bad. <laughs> The storm it's, was it's like, a cute little drained my energy. I, sw- I felt so bad. Dude, I woke up to the fucking wind, man. <laughs> like, what was going on today? Right. I, just before, like, I left my house, it just started raining and hail storming. I'm like, allow this. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, allow this. What is it called? I, storm. Storm. Um, or Kiara. What? C- oh, wait, this is, a, this is a legit storm? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Hello, and welcome to episode 24 of The Third Wheel. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron Conway. And I'm your other host, Hamish. And today we are joined by a friend of ours from university, Sid. Do you want to tell us a bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely, man. My name's Sid, but for those of you who can say it, it's Sidhant. Yeah, I, 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 I decided know, I was like, to go for it. I was like, <laughs> you introduced yourself as Sid to us, so I'm just going to say that's You're going to have to go. That's so much easier. But yeah, Sidhant, I went to uni with Aaron and Hamish, my boys from back in the day, who have actually not met in many years. What were you going to say? Oh, like, what a shock that you've gone to Warwick as well, because all of our guests... Oh, it's everyone? <laughs> oh, okay, basically. Wait, wait, have any other guests done Warwick Maths, though? Uh, Nish. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> so close. So close. Did anyone else Always. do Warwick Maths and play in the CompSci football team? Nish. Nish, Nish, Nish like, made an appearance for, like, one dude, game God or something. <laughs> all right, clearly, I'm, I'm not a special guest. Nish is getting too much airtime right now. Oh, shit. We'll, okay. we'll have to shot him down. Yeah, like, swiftly moving on. So we all, we all knew each other from... Work. You lived with a friend of ours from Peter Science Department. I think that's how we pretty much met. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was, it was at one of Jatane's parties, right? It was. I think yeah. I remember the exact point when I met you, which was second year. It was Jatane's birthday at, in December. Do you know, like, the end of year? Uh, his, like, Christmas one. Yeah, the one where you came and wrapped, dressed as a present. No, no, no. Wasn't it, dude? Wasn't it the, the Diwali thing where we all went to Leicester? Wait, did we meet at the Diwali? Yeah. Thing? That I, was the first time. I, I don't remember. You two. I don't yeah, remember I don't, you trying to even interact with me that day. <laughs> I barely remember, but I remember you being there for sure. Yeah, I was probably there. I, was there yeah. I remember the whole fucking conversation that time was Liana going on about the Doklas in Leicester. And I was like, Wait, they were so dead. All the food were there. So Let's bad. not forget, Leicester food was so they dead. They were so bad. These little guys start all these shops and like, oh, I'm taking you to the best <laughs> one here. We it went was there, fam. so bad. <laughs> I was like, wait, what is what is happening? This is the strangest Diwali. Yeah, I was like, come on. Like, I, when you said Indian food, I thought it was going to be like... Good stuff. Lit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I think yeah. all I know... I remember playing you guys at FIFA. Oh, you must bit. have wrecked us. Um, yeah, I definitely remember wrecking you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> yeah Humble thought, brag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that I remember... Yeah, but that Christmas party was definitely... Which yeah, one? Maybe. Is this the one where Hamish was a Smurf? Was that a Smurf? No. Or? I think that, that was the year after or something. Yeah, that, that was the year after. Okay, okay. after. You made a six Smurf. This yeah. is the one in your like eight-bedroom house. Oh, shit. I the, do remember this What's now. that role that, called? No, that's the first time I met Aaron. Yeah, that's yeah. when I had long hair. Yeah. And you, that, had, you had long I hair. I had long hair and everyone was like, oh my God, these guys are twins. And I'm like, <laughs> guys, it's kind of racist, but let's go with it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's that's when I first met you. Yeah, but we fell in love over squash. Yeah. Obviously, that that's where the real bonding happened. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we played a lot of squash together at uni. I was thinking like those times where we played twice a week, dude. I know, <laughs> <laughs> and that was mad. So, yeah, but I guess for those of you who don't know, me and Sid used to play squash as well mm-hmm. in second, third year, and your fourth year you were gone, right? Yeah, I was gone. Did my master's yeah. LLC then. So yeah, yeah. second, third year we just pretty much play squash. Like we would consistently play weekly, sometimes twice a week, and then we'd invite others, but. 
others weren't consistent, so we just kept going. Who was, was better? I think Sid had better stamina, so he won the later games. Genuinely, the later games would be all me, and at the start, <laughs> it would be all Hamish. I would wait <laughs> till he gets tired. <laughs> But it's then the it, he won more of the ones with bets as well because we'd usually have because we'd oh, say like because yeah. we'd have like so many recurring games so like in one session it'd be like we're on the yeah. ninth game mm-hmm. and as I said Sid's like by this point starting to slap me left right center <laughs> and we'll put like our final one year wins the um, has to pay for dinner wait the w- winner gets free food from the other person yeah. so Sid will keep winning these as well what the last game wins kind of yeah kind of it was a bit unfair yes yeah, so you just left it to the end <laughs> so I just got loads of food no, that's, a, that's a tactic you yeah. go for you know no but like it was usually my suggestion I think it usually was yeah. last time I remember playing squash with you was I think we went and then you got injured after like a minute no way <laughs> <laughs> those are times where I was bare cocking I was like I was yeah, like there were leg. times where it would fucking work man yeah like, I was like Hamish is I don't know what he's had today but he's like <laughs> on it you, you're um, seeing all the stuff I've never seen man what do you mean? I've never seen Hamish be good at sport. Bro, there were, there were days. <laughs> dude, there were days. Hamish would come full confidence and I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, no, on? he always comes full confidence. No, no, but he would kill it, genuinely. Okay. I'm getting, I'm like, I don't know how to react to this. I'm getting a bit passive. <laughs> oh, yeah, take your jacket off. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, man's not hot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or man is hot. But I mean, when so we're talking about sports, I mean, I, I got my captain Aaron right here playing for the comp side football. Oh, yeah, take that sip of water, bro. This guy was the captain. We'll get us all together, comp side. Did we actually win any games towards the end? <laughs> I, I I think we won like two games. One or two? Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, how many? Uh, Shut up, man. It doesn't matter. It's no, a taking yeah. part that counts. Mate. Yeah, bro. Okay. <laughs> Please. Participation um, medals go around to everyone. Yeah, yeah. But, and then I also played... No, I didn't. I played five aside a couple of times against... You, you guys. When? Oh, was this the team where I was with Abs and yeah, yeah, yeah. And those guys? And I, I remember the first game I was with. I played on Tom Golden's five side team. Oh. Um, and I remember playing against you guys, and I scored a banger. Oh. You scored a banger in the same game as well. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was so gassed because normally I don't perform when it's against people that I'm like trying to like, oh, like do well. Right. Give us yeah. a rundown. How did the goals happen? Yeah, the you got to tell us about the goals. Yeah, no, the I two... don't remember. Yeah, it's, 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 it's oh, two what was the score? I saw. Do you know the score? I'm, I'm pretty sure we won. Yeah, How much? I'm pretty sure they won. Um, I don't. Th- I don't think it was a lot. I, okay. think, I think it was pretty tight. But they definitely won. But I know. <laughs> uh, it's nice. It's playing around the edge of the box. It's mm. bouncing around. Mm. Comes back to me like oh, yeah. almost like bouncing a bit. Oh yeah. Half yeah, yeah. volley, top left bins. Oh, I remember up. this. And then you buried he one. He barely moved. He just yeah. smacked it. I was like, oh, what? I was, and then I played it cool I as well. I was like, yeah, he just walked out. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, all in part of the what I do. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, you scored like an equalizer in that game, I think, as well. And it was like a really good strike, low driven, low driven finish, bottom corner. Nice. Classy. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, football, I guess. Yeah, sport. We kind of bonded over sport. Oh, yeah, because we were United, right? Yeah, it was. Actual yeah. real life football, FIFA, squash, <laughs> or Man United. You know, regarding FIFA, we actually, do you remember the FIFA? In third year, we hosted a FIFA tournament at his house and oh, you came yeah. over. Do you remember? I think it was like Nish came over as well. Who else I came do over? remember that. That was actually so nice. Sid came last place, which was really funny. Well, I, I warned you guys. I, I already told you guys I'm going to be shit at this, but I'm going to have the best time. I'm glad I wasn't lost. <laughs> Because I, I, I was thinking to trash talk the most, so... <laughs> who who won? Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> get, get out of here. No, do you remember the Facebook event for it? Like, yeah. what the cover photo was? No. The cover photo was him from, like... Was this, like, 10-2 or, or something? something? 
I don't know, but the ace. Do you know the colorful? It's like a, the yeah. ace board. He was doing like this kind of like holding plates up as a waiter dance here, yeah. and it, there's a picture taken of him in a suit. And then he decided to edit in all these scores of FIFA scores. Oh, they're going to be just out. Yeah, it was like five zero, eleven zero, seven two, and all those scores. I just remember that was like a quality thing. Oh, man. I'm gonna have to put yeah. it up. I don't. Know if, I don't know if you should talk much about Man United. Seeing as if this comes out in like over a month, things things could be different. Yeah, we might. We might be Europe League winners by that. Yeah, dude. I was, what do you mean by that? <laughs> Start the, the day Igalos comes on, man. That's it. We we've won already. We have made the end. signing of the century. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I have a good feeling about him. You know. <laughs> you know, I know it scares me that you actually do. <laughs> I, I just feel like no, no. He's just oh, he just seems like a nice guy, man. <laughs> I just want him to do so well. Based off what, by oh. the way? Just like and for those of us who don't know what what's going on. So, Manchester United signed a Nigerian striker, the best in the world. Who is kind of the he used to play for Watford, yeah, and then went to China. Not. Yeah, didn't he play for like Shanghai or something after that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is it Beijing? Shit, I don't know. It's one of the two. <laughs> oh. Oh, I don't no. know. That's good. It's probably not even the two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and yeah, we signed him on deadline day for yep. a little like loan. Yeah, uh, but only because our main strikers are out injured. So we need a really good guy to cover for the likes yeah, of Rashford. But he's kind of... Carlo. Yeah, I, he's not really considered an elite. Probably not even considered a top <laughs> striker. He's kind of considered like a backup. But he's but our main striker now. He's got enthusiasm. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah. What else? Uh, he's just. A, he's got a nice smile. Yeah, boy, enthusiasm, nice smile. One more. Give us one more. And he's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Oh, it, you know the season. This his highest scoring season in Watford. Mm-hmm. Scored more goals than any of the main eye strikers that season. Damn, okay. You know, fair yeah. enough. Fair I enough. I think he got 15 goals and like Wayne Rooney had like 12, which was the oh, highest. Shit. Dude, so, you know, like I said, we've won. We've got a Gallo. It's all good. Yeah. It's yeah. nothing to worry about. But, um, what, what, what's your take on like the current Ole Gunnar Solskjaer Manchester United situation? He crushed me, bro. He crushed me. I, I really, really had hope. He really, like, he, he, I don't know, man. He still had a lot of hope in me. Even though I was like, you know, this guy's new, this guy's fresh. I don't fully have faith in him, but I'm ready. I'm ready for us to make this change. Literally go from scratch from one of our boys. Mm-hmm. I don't have faith anymore, man. It's been the, it's been just too inconsistent. But like, I think he kind of understands when there's teams that are attacking against us, what we have to do. Like it's fine, but when when it's games where we have all the possession, we have all the ball, bro, we're fucked. He literally he literally does not know what creation is. He does not know how to create from scratch. In my I, I think we've been like that though since Ferguson. True, 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 true. Just but like but I mean, Ole hasn't helped in that sense at all. Yeah, I just I'm still Ole. I still I still have hope. You still have hope. I still, still? see. I'm I'm an optimist. Oh. Even Igalo, Ole, anyone. <laughs> the you know, Phil Jones. Is Phil Jones still going to come good, bro? Yeah, of course, man. Phil Jones is our so, boy. Yeah. We have McTominay, who's my new boy. He, you know, he didn't used to rate McTominay, but I would always back him. And then I didn't, yeah. but now he's McSauce. Yeah, now he's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now he's all yeah. over it. Oh, he's the man. The man. Yeah. Did you want to talk any more about like football FIFA squash? I think Sid is one of the few people to ever get win against me at the 11-0 FIFA. We had it at squash... Um, we had a oh, sorry squash. You, you didn't have to bring that up. Yeah, we had we had a rule where if you get eleven node, you had to do a Facebook apology, and like getting eleven node <laughs> is like the humiliation of a lifetime. And there was a time 
You know what? Actually, this is a funny thing. I think it, we had gotten high the night before, and then we had gone into play the next day. Absolutely, both of us were in the state, mm-hmm. and then I lost mm-hmm. eleven. Mm-hmm. One of us clearly in the better state. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. One of them handled. <laughs> better. Um, yeah, so he's one of the few people to have that, so he can have credit. What um? What do you like about squash so much? I think I just like it's intense. Like it just gets you. I don't know the adrenaline that can fill up in you during that like. 11 rounds is just insane well 11 winning rounds is is insane like but i don't know like i think it's the momentum adrenaline like high intensity yeah i agree about the yeah. intensity win it's fucking exciting yeah man. i think it's like when you get stuck in a nasty rally as well like you're both running around oh. depending on what's going on and then it comes down to one shot you don't think that the other person can <laughs> yeah, make yeah, exactly, <laughs> and exactly. then you have stopped <laughs> and somehow they make it and you're like <laughs> that was amazing i hate yeah. you <laughs> I think um, if we ro- will rewind back mm-hmm. in time a bit. So you're actually moved to the UK. Yes. Yes. From New Delhi, born and bred, even though I don't sound like it. And I'm not sure why. I um, feel like you have lost. <laughs> yeah, but You sound a bit different. Do I? Do today. I sound do, less Indian now? Yeah. Fuck my life. It's this. Okay. So it's like this, when, last time we spoke was London. maybe, <laughs> I don't know, two years ago. I sounded more Indian then? Yeah, I think I, so. So I've really been trying to focus on trying to sound more Indian than <laughs> I do ever since I moved here. Because obviously when I speak to my parents, when I speak to friends back home, I sound just as the way as I think I sound right now. But the minute I speak to people who aren't from home, I sound like this. I, I remember you bringing this up here like after or a year or two after I had known you. Yeah. And you were like, oh, you, I was born in India. I was like, what? Yeah, everyone's yeah. like, what? Which <laughs> is like, fair because I don't sound like it. Yeah. But no, born and bred New Delhi. I moved here when I was like 17 uh, for uni. For undergrad and then postgrad, so I'm. I don't know why I sound like this. So, I'm, did you? Were you an international student? No. So you no, moved. Dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I moved here. Well, okay. So technically, my dad worked in the UK for about twenty years, and then I did live in London from the age of three to six. So I'm a British national, mm-hmm. which is why it was actually a viable option to move here for mathematics. I did go to like Delhi University for a month where I studied maths and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be one of those cool kids studying maths, but they really don't give a shit about maths. Oh, before work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A month before work. Because I was like, maybe I'll go to Delhi University. It was was good good fucking college I went to, man. But people did not give a shit about mathematics. (laughs) So so I was like, mom, I got to (laughs) go. What what did they give a shit about? So basically, even though it's a stereotype, man, everyone just gives a shit about engineering and and obviously medical sciences. So when I told my grandparents, and when I told my dad, I was like, guys, I wanna do maths. I remember my grandparents was like, that's, that's cute, but like, what do you wanna study? You know? <laughs> I was like, no, 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 I wanna study mathematics. They're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as part of engineering, right? And I was like, <laughs> no, no I, I only wanna study mathematics. And my grandparents were like, what do you, what do you mean by that? What does that mean, only mathematics? <laughs> and my dad was like, why don't you wanna do engineering? I was like, because I, I, it's not for me, I just wanna do maths. So I went to Delhi University, and I remember my most favorite lesson they they literally have this like vague course in first year called calculus, which you do in school, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called calculus. Um, Remind me what calculus is again. Like, what you're, exactly? you're fine. You're okay. fine. <laughs> Trust me. Because in this lesson, she walks up, right? She walks up. She's about 15 minutes late. We're all chilling. She walks up. She's like, okay, today we're going to learn a little bit about integrals. Do a little recap from what you guys did in school. Oh. Starts writing, she takes, she's like, takes a deep breath, takes a handkerchief <laughs> out. It's really hot. Fair enough. It's really hot. Yeah. She wipes her head. And then she goes, guys, it's too hot. And she leaves. <laughs> like, like, like she just leaves. She, she doesn't tell you like classes dismissed. She just goes, 
it's too hot and she fucks off <laughs> and everyone's like yeah no much there and i'm like i know this is kind of nerdy guys but i'm i really wanted to learn <laughs> like i wanted to study this what is happening so now nah, man i had to leave when you got in warwick offer right away like no so i had the warwick offer anyway so my mom was like why don't you try delhi university it's a lot cheaper for us <laughs> and, it, and if it's good like why not i mean i stay at home mm-hmm. it's easy for me it would be great but genuinely man they just didn't didn't care about what, what is the cost of studying in india uh this is bad so at work for each year was about 9000 pounds yeah. right uh there for me because i'm technically a foreign student it was expensive which was oh you you would be you was a foreign student I'd be in a foreign india. student in india yeah yeah, yeah, yeah oh, because man. i'm british national i thought you would have had like an oci or something i have an oci okay. but i still count as a foreigner oh raw but the foreign student like admission fee or like tuition fee is 9000 rupees oh that's like what's, what's that's 90 that? pounds 90, yeah. it's it's, <laughs> it's what, a little what? bit <laughs> Yeah. Nine, like nine zero pound. one pound is like a hundred rupees well it's a lot it's Nearly. more now so it'd yeah. be because it's like about 88 now but yeah it'd be like 90 pounds so it's like nine nandos <laughs> yeah to go university yeah but the thing is they're there for that for one pound you can get so much more there that you can but i yeah, think it's yeah. five and rupees wait that was for packet. a foreign student yeah it's five like, that's for, mad that was for a foreign student it's cheaper yeah. for home students how much cheaper is it for home students <laughs> like half price probably probably even less and this and this was like a really good institution where i was going but it's it's yeah. public and it's india says cheap so infrastructure obviously sucks education good depending on what you're doing but super cheap man <laughs> that's when i was like guys i think i'm going to work and my parents were like fuck <laughs> we're going to be so <laughs> why why worry cuz i always think like work might have like a good reputation in the uk mm-hmm. But abroad, do people really know what Warwick so, is? So I had a very skewed vision of Warwick actually, and I remember not wanting to go there at all because I remember loads of kids that I would know were these. Uh, I hate to rip into them, like on this, <laughs> but it's like Warwick Business School kids, right? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> Wait, have we had any WBS? Shami, apologies to Shami. I'm sure he or she is fine. Um, I'm. I mean, Shami did WBS, didn't she? Did she? I think so. We might have to cut this out just in case. She did, she, she did something, information something. Really I think it was information I think business. It was by Brilliant. So she's fine. I'm, I'm talking about a specific subset of like <laughs> rich people from Delhi who haven't done particularly well like academically, stimulus-wise, or as, as, or they don't give a shit about studies. And, mm-hmm. that's, and that was my own skewed perception of the kind of people that go to work. Until I learned about the math department, I heard it's great, and obviously once I went to WBS, it's also great. Little did you know, little did I know. But the point was, then I applied to about five unis, and to be honest, I only got into like a few of them. Warwick was one of the few I got into. A couple of others that I didn't actually care about as much. And then I got to know like about the math courses that I was going to do, and I had to give the step exams and stuff for it. It was awesome, man. But giving the step exams Warwick. Yeah, and given the step Bro, itself, I was like, dude, this was amazing. Exams? Oh man, it's these like it's like these entrance level exams you have to do in like maths and physics, and you have to get a particular mm-hmm. ga- grade to get into Warwick, basically. Oh, really? I think to do yeah. go Cambridge, I think you have to do one of the step exams as well. So there's three step Cold exams. Comp, you do one uh, level one for Warwick, and for Cambridge you do level three. And I remember because the way I chose my unis was depending on the exams I had to give. And I remember the Cambridge step exam. I was like, okay, we can take a look at the syllabus. It's fine. So I looked at the Warwick step syllabus. It was about two pages. I was like. I know most of this. I can study for whatever. The Cambridge one was fourteen pages, and I was like, I don't know anything <laughs> beyond the first two pages. I'm not applying here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then, work worked out, man. Worked out just fine. It's great. Yeah. How did you find the difference between living in India and then moving to the UK? 
that was weird, man. I'm not going to be honest. I, I thought I'd be completely fine. It'd be weird. Initially, and I feel like people don't talk about this a lot. Initially, it was really lonely, dude. It was, it, yeah. was, it was really weird because the only people I could obviously feel comfortable around, I guess, were people from home. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know these people either. And they're great people. I just I just didn't know them. And most of the time, mm-hmm. I was obviously living I guess, in my Yeah, because you wasn't even in like the international oh. student. Like they go, they all go earlier, exactly, right? And they probably, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, at uni, how did your social circles come about then? Because at uni... You you came in, I guess, feeling alone, but yeah, you weren't yeah. I actually, if you ask like Rich, who's like my best mate from Warwick, who I lived with, I wasn't friends with him like six months in. Genuinely, I, uh-huh. I was barely speaking to anyone, dude. I was just distracting myself with Matts, but others, it was pretty bumming out. Who do you live with? Rich, Nick, Abs. Oh, I was the fourth dude. Then there's about four other people I don't think you guys knew because we didn't hang out with them that much. Samina. Flora and Julianar. Julianar was really cool. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. shut up, Julianar. But yeah, no, these were. Pe- and then obviously the flat next to me was Ed, Liana, Dom. Do you guys remember Dom? Yeah, yeah. Amy <laughs> <laughs> <just> goes, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, that wasn't like a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 but you were stitching me up. Yeah. Shit, you have beef with Dom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so Jethane. I think did Jethane live with them? No, Jethane was in the side on my side. How did Jethane get uh, become a part of that? Anyway, Liana. Yeah. Sorry? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just don't know how they met and everything. Um, but yeah, so those are the people I lived with and I literally barely spoke to them for six months. I was just trying to hang out with people from Delhi, which was just kind of bumming out because I, I didn't actually know them. I was just hanging out with them just because I didn't know who else to hang out with. It's kind of, it's kind of shit. But it's, it's good after that. Like mm-hmm. genuinely, I mm-hmm. cannot thank the likes of Rich and Nick and Abs enough. Like they, even though I wasn't hanging out with them, they would ask me literally almost every week, like, dude, you want to hang out? Yeah. They were like, let's, let's do it, let's do it. And I, I genuinely believe from this weird thing of sounding, like I'm, I, f- I felt like I might sound unclear to them. Yeah. That's where this weird accent stems from. There was a, there was genuinely- So what did you find you were putting on? An accent? I don't know. I just felt like I was, I was, I was pronouncing certain things to be more clear. Like my R's, mm-hmm. like my R's sound weird. But a lot of the other stuff I sound, say sounds quite Indian, like say water bottle. That sounds Indian as hell. I don't know. Maybe now, listen to it. Yeah, I wouldn't but, think of it if you just said it in a yeah, sentence. Okay, but maybe, 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 maybe. Because you made a point of it. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, this guy is Indian. But like, yeah. From, I even found the same, like, being from Essex, I went to uni <laughs> and I was like having to maybe pronounce stuff differently just uh-huh. so, I, so I could be understood. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'd pronounce it first and people would be like, what you on about? And I'm like, all right. <laughs> I had to change my vocabulary when I go to uni. No one, no one understood. <laughs> well, you say this and I said that I had a hard time. I think Rich had a really hard time. He's from Birmingham. And, <laughs> and genuinely, he, he thought he sounded so unclear. There was the first three weeks, I'd be like, hey, Rich, what's up, man? And he would say something, something, something. And we just couldn't understand one yeah. another. So we'd just be like, <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we'd just go back to our rooms. Yeah. <laughs> I actually remember some time, I guess, like near the end of first year, we were in Terrace for, I just come and popped over for a bit. Yeah. And I remember Rich was like, sign next to me, he was saying some stuff here. <laughs> Bro, I genuinely couldn't. I never, I could not understand what he was saying. And I think he Such knew. So, be, yeah, but yeah, then yeah. someone, some other, I think two people like nearby were just quickly just saying, "Oh no, he said that." I'm like, "Oh my days!" Because I thought like he said some mad messed up shit. I'm like, "Yo, what? Like how?" I, but then I was like, "Oh, okay." I'm like, exactly. Did mad. you just uh, laugh and? You like, yeah. That was dude. That yeah. was the game. I either like, laughed or I was like, "What?" Like, because like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like, all I said is hi, <laughs> and you're yeah. like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> like I was just like, "Shit!" Like, my brummy accent. <laughs> no, it's funny, man. Shout out, Rich. No. Yeah, shout out, Rich, my boy, my boy. Yeah. No, it's, it's funny then because um, we started getting close, obviously about six six months in or whatever, and then he was he was on the phone with his mum, and then she spoke to him, and she's like, "Rich, your accent. What's going on? You 
sound a bit different. He's like, "What do you mean, mom?" <laughs> She's like, "You sound you sound kind of Indian." <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> what does a Brahmi cross Indian Dude, accent sound like? I have like? no idea. I have no idea. You got to ask Rich's mom. This is what we got to do now. Oh, it was so wait, cute. So wait, man. Rich said. Wait, Rich's mom said to Rich that he's he's starting to sound more Indian. <laughs> This is what uni does. When you guys. spoke to your parents, were they saying saying like, no? Because I sound exactly like how oh, I sound yeah, when I speak. Run if they were like, oh, you sound sound a bit more from Probably Birmingham. From Birmingham. <laughs> I think my parents would even know. <laughs> They'd be like, what are you what are you saying, Slant? <laughs> so I think people have this like perception of India. Yep, that it's well, we actually went through like stereotypes in the previous episode and Indian oh, stereotypes. Oh yeah, yeah. And people just consider people to be very episode. poor. Yeah, which is uh, stranger. Oh. They do. And, um, and and people do ask loads of fun questions. And I guess some of them are supposed to be jokes, but some of them are also like, <laughs> hey, man, come on. Yeah. So I imagine Delhi to be very different to maybe yeah. parts of India I've been to sure. like in south. Sure. Um, oh, so the south. This must be so nice. I've never been to the south, by the way. Okay. So yeah. like my dad's from uh, Madras, Chennai. Nice. Um, but then from what I remember, it, it was kind of very poor. Yeah. I'd, I'd really like to go to Delhi some point Come but on, I, I imagine that to be very i wouldn't say wealthy but mm-hmm. a lot more it is nice in my opinion pretty shocking how a place can be both so poor and so wealthy at the same time i've seen a picture of like the taj mahal yeah. and it like looks so like yeah beautiful beautiful and taj wealthy mahal and all that but then up, like man. literally opposite it is just like slums but i mean you, you think that's bad that, that i mean Fair enough. That was something that was made ages ago, and that was there was purposefully money put into it just so it's like the, this beautiful monument. But if you go to Mumbai, literally, if not the most expensive home in the world, it's one of the most expensive homes in the world. It's by the guy who owns Reliance. He spent God knows how much money on it. It is literally I don't know like forty stories high or something. That's probably an exaggeration, but it is, <laughs> it is next to the slums, genuinely. So there's the most expensive home in the world, and then literally to next to that world is people who don't have homes. And I don't. I think it's you. Don't, you don't find that kind of disparity in other places, man. Mm-hmm. Like people in India are both so wealthy and so poor at the same time. How is it like for you growing up? I have, <laughs> dude. I lived in I think the nicest bubble for a very long time. Mm-hmm. The like we, I guess we technically come under like middle class slash maybe upper middle class. So those of my friends would be people who run the same class or whatever. But then you could end up going to, I think there's two kinds of schools. One is sort of how the English view private schools, is that what they're called? Private schools? Which is like more wealthy, like, yeah, and yeah. just like skewed to those people. And that's the social circle and that's your bubble and nothing around that. I went, ended up going to the equivalent of a public school where you actually meet normal people from India, from Delhi and what they're like. And it's, it's crazy, man. Like I, I, I just, I, it ended, it made me realize how lucky I've been growing up in Delhi and having just the nicest life when these guys... To them, the nicest life is getting to Delhi from wherever they were in in India. Like that's the peak. Like, they're like, "Fuck, I'm in Delhi. I'm so, I'm, I'm so grateful." Yeah, like, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Damn, man, that that's rough." Yeah, that is. What were some of like the differences? I guess when you moved moved here, then like, I guess, do you miss any like foods or any certain things? Dude, all any lifestyle? All the. F- I think the the food bit really <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> like, like I mean, I, I I didn't realize how much food I think just at home, how flavorful it's supposed to be or how it was until I moved here and I started cooking for myself and I obviously cook shit. And then the food you get around here is not as as much of stereotype. This is not as spicy. <laughs> Bro, I miss that, man. Like You my, need to come around to, I guess, my area now. <laughs> take you some Yeah, yeah take me around, dude. I would love it. I would love it. No, that was a that was really weird. It's just I was like I don't know what I'm eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, yeah. but then I don't know the 
I guess Indian cuisine in the UK is pretty big. I'd say yeah. compared it's to really big with most just, other countries in the world. Yeah, yeah, other than it, it's but yeah, it it's, depends on area as well, isn't it? Because like, and it's not, that, like, it's, yeah. it's not like they colonized us. So like, how did that yeah. happen? But so. like, if you compare it to America, Indian <laughs> food isn't like isn't that big. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, like a popular dish. I'd say. Mm-hmm. I think here though, like they try to cater to more audiences, so they have to mile down quite a lot of dishes, which kind of helps, I guess. Yeah, for their but, dude, but then but then when you come from delhi yeah. and you spend like yeah, i don't know 100 nice. rupees on a really good meal and then you and then you come mm-hmm. here and you spend 20 pounds on a meal that's way worse it yeah. hurts bro <laughs> it hurts so much i'm like oh no what was your thoughts on millennial boy in leamington never went never wanted to go what? sorry man i just i don't rate a lot of indian food over here so i, I just avoid going I'm I'm not offended. Well, hey, thank you, man. Uh, I know he loved it. He would he would be like, dude, Sid, we gotta go, and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, okay, sometime, <laughs> maybe maybe next time, dude. Yeah. Never went. Because like I would always try on like all the Indian foods around because I need to like yeah. one go to Indian place. I yeah, need like yeah, one yeah. token of each kind of like thing I eat. Yeah. So like Millennium Boy became that token. <laughs> one. No, I and remember. I like, yeah. I remember. There's a lot of times that. Went there. Yeah, check out his trip advisor. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, if you want all the Leamington reviews, go ahead. <laughs> Nice. So you said you you were a foreign student in India in India technically in university Te- um, in the university yeah were there um, many other foreign students well I think the the other foreign students were like myself like just like you have okay. basically lived in India but you're a foreign national because I don't think it makes sense for foreigners to actually want to come study in our universities yeah we don't have infrastructure we're not known for our academia even though in many spheres we technically are amazing but why would you want to come there it just doesn't make sense as a foreigner. Mm. It's um yeah, it's more like I guess the the most extreme of foreign students would be like people from Nepal or something because I mean they're technically foreigners but they they know what the Indian culture is like, they know what home is like. It's fine. Yeah, and then what are like the top universities in India? So so as I say, Delhi University is is a pretty big one. Where it's kind of like in US, you know how certain colleges are known for certain things. Yeah. So within DU Delhi University, (laughs) you have you have (laughs) other colleges that are really well known. Like Stephens is a massive college. They're good with mathematics. I was nowhere close to being smart enough to get in there. Basically, really. Yeah. Even though my average for my final year was like ninety four point six two, and that was considered bad. (laughs) That was that was a bad average to have. Um, like, wait, did you guys ever meet? Did you guys so ever it's meet hard Karan? to get into there than Warwick, dude. Way harder. Way I harder. I thought Warwick maths was insane to get into. Okay, Warwick maths, I can promise you, is way better than Stevens maths. Yeah, but getting into Stevens is way to get into to even be considered for that college. I have to have an average of ninety-seven to ninety-eight in A levels. Yes, the equivalent. The Fuck. Equivalent. Average. So not not highest average grade. Mm-hmm. I have friends who got that average. Like it's just it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then Warwick obviously gave me a conditional offer, and that consisted of giving the step exam, which is insanely hard, but also an average of eighty five percent. You see the disparity. So if mm-hmm. I if I had actually gotten eighty five percent and I had to study in India, I wouldn't get into any uni. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who did you, you ask us if we knew? Oh yeah, do you guys know Karan Karan Kazanchi? I think we met him through maybe you. once. Yeah, because he was like one of my maths boys from Delhi. You know, he did <laughs> maths and stats, so he's a faker. But um, amazing guy. He got a hundred in maths. You got 100 maths, dude. That, that man. So as he, in the so degree? The degree or like... No, 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 no. No, as in at school. A-levels. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, got yeah. 100 in every exam. No, no, in maths, in, in mathematics. We have one mathematics exam. Oh, you had only one exam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's craziness. So, well, he went to your school? No. And then he didn't go to my school. Okay. But he also grew up in Delhi. Born brought up from there. Yeah. Okay. Did you know him before Warwick? So, I didn't, I didn't know him before Warwick, mm. but there's actual... It's weird. There's I'm acting of... as if like Delhi's really small, but it's <laughs> probably massive. So it is massive, but like once you know someone, you kind of know everyone. It, okay. It's that kind of situation. 
But there, and there's like loads of weird photographic evidence that Karan and I have been in the same situation at different points of times of our lives, uh, but yeah. not known each other. For example, uh, the college I was just talking about, Stevens, they have um, this like coda you can use to try and get into the college, which is through football. Now, if you track back a little, <laughs> for Delhi standards, I was decent at football. So I could try, <laughs> I could try getting into the football team. At the trials was both me and Karan. We were both there. This was pre-Warwick. Well, we were both trying to get in there through football and he killed it in that trial is what I remember. I was like, that guy was great. We both went to Warwick, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. <laughs> that that actually brings up something like what's like the football culture. Dude, media. it's the best. I love it because I was considered good there, man. Like, yeah. like genuine. I remember 14 year old me running down left flanks. I was a left winger of my school team and my coach was like, yeah, I love this boy. I'm not great at football, man. <laughs> but in Delhi, you're considered, yeah. And obviously from the outside, it's viewed that cricket is like- Yeah, why, is it, why isn't it pushed? It's football, bro. The, the issue is beyond school or beyond uni, there's no money. All the money's in cricket. All of the money's in cricket. So there's like hundreds and millions of kids playing football in Delhi. And some of them really good. Yeah, yeah. Some of the people I played with are like the best people I've played with back home. But then after that, man, there's no, there's no money in it. So you go to uni, you, you get paid better in like a normal but job. There's no money in it in India, but there's- In Indian football, yeah. But like there's opportunities to go abroad and play football and- There is. Like so that. in fact, one of there's my sisters- like, There's not the only Indian football player I know is Sunil Chetri. Ch my boy. Chetri. Ch is he still playing? Yeah, bro. Dude, he's number two highest like active current goal scorer in international football. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew he Messi. played for Sporting, right? Yeah, for this very little. For a little time. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I knew he was on FIFA. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but- other than him, I'm, I couldn't name you another Indian football player. That's because beyond playing for India, there's not much to it. Like people don't come from India and play football as a professional thing. The government does not care. The, in fact, actually, they've started giving a shit now to the point where we're actually, and I'm, I'm not going to say this. I mean, I'm going to say this because I'm excited, mm -hmm. but I don't know if it'll ever happen in my lifetime, but we're aiming to host a World Cup, right? <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> I think that's a master plan because that's how we get into the World Cup. The host qualifies. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, That's how India qualifies. Mm -hmm. That's how we get into the group stage. That's when I cry. I'm ready for that national anthem, mm -hmm. man. But as working towards that, we hosted the under 19 and under 21 football World Cups. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. And now we're hosting the England under... England won it, actually. No, did we? In yeah, England won that tournament. Oh, damn. Okay, well, that was in India. Just letting yeah. you guys know. And then they're also hosting the under 21 uh, women's World Cup now. Okay. So, yeah. so there could be a good chance then. There could be. Like, if, if we host. I guess it's different. I was going to say like Qatar. Mm. Qatar could host it, but then that's, <laughs> I guess they can just throw money at it. And... Yeah. I mean, I think I, the, the one advantage is that we hosted the Commonwealth, I don't know how many years ago. So we have stadiums in place. Mm -hmm. Stadiums won't be a problem. It's just the heat. But now yeah. that it's happening in Qatar, in the winter, maybe we could do that. Yeah, that's, that's that, that'll be massive. That's that'll my massive dream, man. Yeah. That's my dream. <laughs> so, did you ever get into cricket then? I did uh, again when I was young, and I was so bad. I had to just <laughs> not play. Like I was, I was a decent fielder. I don't know how much you guys know about cricket. I know a, yeah. a bunch. Yeah, I, 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 I school. So yeah, so I was, I was the idiot guy who'd run around, pick up the ball, throw it at the stumps, and I was like, that's as good as I get. I'm shit at batting, and I'm so much worse at bowling. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I, I'm not good at it, but. I was in a team at school purely because of the fact I think I was brown. Yeah. <laughs> and I was the only brown kid. Nice, nice advice. So I think when we used to play teams. <laughs> They'd be like, just, I want Aaron. <laughs> just when we used to go to like other schools and play, yeah. the other school would see that we had a brown kid. So yeah, yeah those are the intimidating intimidating. Yeah. yeah, boy, we got this guy. <laughs> Who you got? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I wasn't, I wasn't great. You know what yeah. some magic is that I remember that a lot of people don't know that Indians 
well, India's national sport is actually hockey. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people don't know that. They just think it it's is. cricket because cricket is the oh, one thing that... I everyone... think I've heard that before, but it's still like surprising. Yeah. It is. Well, that's because we used to be amazing at it. We, we've won Olympic mm-hmm. golds. Ooh, go on India. I mean, imagine mm-hmm. that. Olympic gold for India, bro. That barely happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> last time we got that, I think, was in shooting. Like, I don't know. Good archery is always, isn't it? I think I remember... Maybe. I don't know. Someone from, like a female from India being Maybe. Like, pretty good at... Yeah. I remember the story, but I don't know. The exact, um, you know, the statistics and the facts. Don't want to be misquoting stuff and then you call down. <laughs> maybe, th- maybe that's where your floorball techers come oy, from. You know, oy, I wouldn't say I'm that great at floorball. I wouldn't. Even I worry if I went back to be tomorrow, I'm decent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Like with the people that I played with, James and them. Fucking hell! You could represent <laughs> India for floorball. Who knows, man? I They'll mean, probably be better than I, me. I, anyway. I don't know if they have a floorball. I played for Delhi under twelve. Ooh, under, under 12 Ooh. left back boy we, we went to Calcutta and we played I travelled with my team wait so you were in Delhi but you played for Calcutta team no 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 as in we, we went to Calcutta yeah, oh, so you're playing for Delhi okay. just under 12 not okay. after that man yeah, that's quite impressive though under 12 to be in a sports team trust me man it's it's not that amazing like just the you guys have played with me the point is that if I can make it to the Delhi team you guys know the standard like if I'm considered decent wait this is about football right yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I think you're good <laughs> Yeah. Well, oh, I couldn't um, tell if he was being sarcastic there. Like, no, the way no. he said it, I wasn't. I wasn't sure if Aaron was like, oh, "I think he's good." The facial expression. It's a baller fan. Yeah, I'm a solid five out of ten, bro. How dare you? I think I came to. I don't know if no, you. Me were... and I could do some solid five out of ten. <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah. <laughs> if they can get a Gala, okay, Gala's way better than I am, but still. Yeah, Gala's ten out of ten. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what was I gonna say? Whilst we're catching up right now, as well, like, because this is actually the first time we've seen Sid in like a couple oh, of years. Yeah, as well, in a few years. Which is yeah. I was going to say that what happened. So, after Warwick, you actually did three years, got your bachelor's, and then went on to do your master's at LSE. Yeah, then went on to do my master's at LSE. Shout out to LSE and my boys from LSE. <laughs> dude, that was. So many shout outs. I know. You got to give all the shout outs. Like, dude, that was the best year. Genuinely. That's when, oh, by the way, that's when I understood the value of Warwick Maths. Like, genuinely, I walked in there. We, we have a bunch of courses, and it, it's hard, right? It's hard. You're doing a master's in mathematics. Or this, okay, sidetrack as always. My degree <laughs> is called Applicable Mathematics. So it's it's, a, it's supposed to be applied maths, okay. but applied maths is traditionally associated with physics and chemistry and biology. This was finance, econ, computer science. So they were like, we don't want confusion. We're going to call it applicable. <laughs> and I was like, guys, you ruined my degree. <laughs> like I have to go to interviews, be like, I did applicable mathematics. And they're like, why is it applicable? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. like we have our friend Golden here, yeah, whenever he has to explain discrete maths, he basically just tells them he does maths and stats or like maths and nice. yeah, 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 yeah. There's no no one else is discrete maths. Exactly. Like to people. <laughs> so, that's why I have to say applied maths, but it's applicable. So don't Ooh. get confused. Nice. Um, but yeah, no, that was great. I did that for a whole year. And um, that, I was saying that's when I realized the, the value of Warwick maths because there was loads of courses that we were doing. And I had already just done so much shit that when we were doing the catching up stuff, I'd already done it. I was like, guys, I've, I've done most of this. Even even the Cambridge Oxford people had done all of it. They're like, yeah, yeah we know all of this. And I was like, whoa, whoa, Warwick Maths is with them. We made it, yeah. <laughs> well, you used to be called Waxbridge, right? What? Waxbridge. Okay, what? let's not push I, I, it, bro. You're trying shit. You're trying shit. All right, all right, Waxbridge. Okay, okay, for what it's worth, I think I saw uh. this on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Your sources are more insane than my sources. I saw it and I ran with it because, you know, it bigs us up a bit. Yeah, it does. Okay, look, I've got it here. UrbanDictionary.com. Waxbridge. Some Warwick, um, someone that was triggered from Warwick. Throw that definitely. A portmanteau. Oh, that's a big word. I don't know what that means. (laughs) 
Not that I'd not P- I'd be any better at this. P O A P O R T M A N T E A U. Poor poor man to you you're not you're not gonna pronounce it. Why are you acting as if you're gonna do it, mate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it was worth it's worth the shot. I think the from the, the sentence it looks like a mix. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Bridge. Fine, I'm gonna go with a this. A mix of the universities of Warwick, Oxford and Cambridge. Nice. The three universities that consistently come at the top of the UK league tables. <laughs> Uh, Represent. And then using a sentence, I'm predicted to get all A's at A level. Better get applying to Waxbridge. <laughs> to be fair, this post was made in 2011. Oh, so oh, might be a bit outdated. Yeah, but, but still, is Warwick still a top uni? I hope it is. I doubt Not it. that my um my career now rests on it. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be fair, uh, the next Google result is from the student room, and then someone says, "Of course, Waxbridge is a stupid term, but I don't think anybody is using it seriously." Brackets for the record, Warwick really is a good, is a very good university, especially for maths. This guy knows. This guy knows. Maybe I wrote this. Yeah, maybe I wrote this. Who knows? Let me see, see the uh, username. Sid on Instagram. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, the one. That's the one. That, that sounds like me, bro. <laughs> My Instagram handle on Student Room. Just by the way, uh, this is funny. No, this is funny though, because I remember. I remember one of the things that I I found weirded out because I was like, "Shit, man, I'm waiting to work. This is actually pretty good. I'm so lucky." I remember seeing the fucking chalkboards and the fucking white British professors, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm in a Hollywood movie, bro. This is amazing." And I remember there being kids there who are really good at maths, and they're like, "You know, we could have gone to Oxford or Cambridge or something, but we're here." That kind, of, you know, that kind of mentality. I'm like, "Yeah, but you guys are here with me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you guys aren't up there, bro. You're, you're here with me." <laughs> I. I... I think you, I might have mentioned this before, but I, I just never had an interest in applying for Oxford or Cambridge. Like, right. I just never, That's just fair. never wanted to, never was tempted, just, yeah, I don't yeah. really know why, I just. Like, did you never ever, like, look at, I guess, the league table and be like, shit, they're at the top of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, not, worth everything, yeah. not worth a shot. For some reason, I thought it was overrated, but, and that is based mm-hmm. on nothing. Oh, man, to be fair, I'm so yeah, glad I didn't go Oxford or Young Aaron called it, bro. I, I don't know why, though. It was, I literally thought it was just a name that looked good and other than that i, yeah, thought, I, I that, thought it might that be like, name that looks good can get you looks, a lot of things it looks pretty good what what difference do you think if you say if you went you there? studied at oxford that gives you like a such a big boost in like your cv or i mean do you think you would have you still got the job after yeah. university that may be like, true but on a, on, a, on a really basic level i yeah. when you even go even like one mile outside of the uk and you say i'm okay. from oxford yeah, yeah. like yeah. literally the assumption is this guy's smart. Yeah, I don't know why they may they may yeah. be absolutely no. no, no like, I, I, future, I, yeah. I do agree with that. Yeah, it's that's just embedded unfair, in society. Yeah, it's now, just yeah. a name. It's embedded in society. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The yeah. fact that I'm coming from India and my mom's also like, you know, beta, maybe you should apply to Oxford because <laughs> that would be a good thing to try. Did you? I applied to Oxford. Yeah, yeah. got rejected straight up. I, I knew that was happening. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You you did as well. Yeah, yeah. I remember that exam being so hard, but no, my school teachers couldn't really help me, so I was just like. To be honest, the 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 maths one, I think it's called B mat or something like that, that I gave mm-hmm. was easier than the step. I was just way less prepared. This was like before my my A level equivalents, and I was like, I can't prepare for this. I'm just giving it. Yeah, I remember that. I don't know what it was, but I found this was the most complex shit I'd seen in my yeah. life. And I was like, oh, okay, it looks like it's Warwick. <laughs> it's, it looks like it's like UCL or Warwick at the time for me. Yeah. I like, I can live with that. Yeah. And then I was like, I hope I never have to do an exam again. That fucked. That fuck. <laughs> it made me actually fear for further maths when, when I did that exam. That's hey, man, how fucked I was. There's loads of exams I gave at Warwick where I mm. was genuinely like, I'm so screwed. <laughs> <laughs> 
So when you were at uh, LSE, yeah, uh, were there many people from Warwick? Uh, not on my course. Not a single other person. There were a few other people from Warwick. Um, I'd say otherwise, but not that many. Not that many. Mm-hmm. I, I think because I think a lot of people that that go to Warwick go for very specific reasons, mm-hmm. and those reasons don't particularly align with the likes of LSE. Um, unless of course you're doing economics on both sides, because Warwick economics is amazing. Yeah. LSE economics is amazing. For example, why would you go do maths at LSE when you've done maths at Warwick, kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And all I wanted was the applied side, but not in physics, chem, bio. I was like, yeah, this yeah. is my this is genuinely my only option. There's no one else. Mm-hmm. There's genuinely no one else from Warwick. What were the I guess the differences between LSE and Warwick? Because you went to both now, so you could yeah. actually tell us. Like, and like from a living. Medical perspective, social perspective, both, both. and okay. also living in London. Dude, was that London. the first time? Yeah, it's the first time really? I lived in London. Overwhelming as shit. Like literally, <laughs> for me, I mean, obviously, I come from Delhi, which is a big city. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, but that's that's where I grew up. I knew the city. I know the people, and I've lived there as a kid. Moving to London was like being a student in an adult city. I was like, ah, where am I? What is this? People around me are working. You know, Leamington Spa, you just know everyone. You know everyone, yeah. everyone's studying or either 70 years old. It's like a student old. town. Yeah, a yeah. student town. Man, it was overwhelming, dude, and expensive. Damn. When people would be like, yeah, mate, let's go get a pint. I'd be like, sure, <laughs> let's do it. This is the stereotypical accent. You're thinking of like smack I, I thought that was pretty good. Oh, I thought, oh thank I you, man. Good, thank yeah. you. And I was like, yeah, let's get a pint. Six pounds pint. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> we got to have a pint. <laughs> just one pint for me today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm a lightweight. <laughs> yeah, How yeah, that yeah. changed. Yeah. But um, it was, it was, it's a lot, man. It was, it was a lot of fun though. Like, I think that's when I really started understanding what London's like. And I, I really like London. I know loads of people shit on it. No, I love London. I think it's amazing, yeah. dude. It's like never ending. There's just so much. Yeah. Yeah. And also LSE is where I met my girlfriend. So shout out, shout out to my girlfriend Gabrielle. She gets a shout out. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So wait. Okay. What were the differences I guess between then LSE and so mathematically, oh. I'll briefly go into that because that's like my favorite bit. <laughs> Warwick maths was amazing and super intense, and at points really theoretical. So what I was doing was I was trying to move to the applied side, and then obviously LSE, their maths department is completely like on computational sciences, on game theory, on econometrics, and they were like, "Man, we we can you can be theoretical if you want, but we we apply the maths that we study here." So my dissertation in the end was genuinely it was more computer science and game theory than it was pure math, which is what I was hoping for. I genuinely the dissertation was about. What was it about? It was about modeling a network of kidney exchanges and then optimizing the exchanges for like donors that have died, like who, who who give their donations to a big network and seeing how the NHS uses that. That's the sort of thing I don't think I could have done at work maths because it was it's so pure. Mm. Like they do a lot of pure theoretical stuff that I could never understand, like props to them. Mm-hmm. But this, I find this shit so interesting, man. Like just, just applying the math that you learn, right? Like, isn't that why you learn all of this? Mm-hmm. I remember that the meme like oh I'm learning all these maths things and I'm not going to use it but I never really found that as kind of the I'm case gonna, I'm going to tell you all the memes that my sister sends me because she takes the piss out of me for doing maths like every day of my damn life <laughs> literally I'm, I'm, I'm going to read them out to you she sent me like three memes this week itself I'm like man when are you going to get over this here you go quadratic formula <laughs> this formula has never helped me in life like ever thanks Riti I know. I don't use it every day, but it's still a great formula. Oh, no. I, I like the quadratic formula is my favorite formula. <laughs> Thank you. I don't even know what it's we use it for anymore. Formula. Just because it's the only formula I remember. <laughs> and it's like fairly sounds complex in a way. What was that for? Like Another, For finding uh, the solutions to a quadratic equation. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, boy. Another day has passed and I haven't used Pythagoras theorem. Thanks. That's nice. <laughs> Thanks, Ruth. I actually okay, quite often use that. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? No, I can't I... remember last time I used it. <laughs> Hey man, but you don't got to repent it like this. It's still a great theorem. <laughs> it's probably just measuring the size of your head. 
Who? You. <laughs> because my head's so <laughs> triangular. Like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. Like, that. it's a bit square, but I don't think it's like that, like, how, that, I don't know. What, 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 I don't know how I'm dumbfounded by this comment. <laughs> Fucking isosceles. Yeah. Earlier, I tried to. I've dropped my transition for the ketchup thing or the royal god thing. Should we go into that? Basically? You know, you know, you know, you know. Okay, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna say this from my perspective. Mm. I remember one of the most iconic Hamish things is Hamish walking about being cool as he is. He didn't have the swagger hair back then, honestly. But like oh, he's walking around, this. he's got a Sainsbury bag. You're like, whoa, Hamish. Dude. Yeah, he's upgraded the waitress now. Oh, oh damn! The bag. <laughs> Man's flexing on them now on the street. Hamish, dude, what's uh, what's in the cool Sainsbury's bag? You know, what are you walking around with? He's like. Man, don't even don't even sweat. It's my Heinz ketchup bottle, bro. <laughs> you know me. I don't like these like locale shit ketchups. I need my Heinz with me at all. Fifty percentness. Uh, I remember thinking, who the fuck is this guy? No, no you know what's funny? I once I remember we were having McDonald's at the house. Yeah, <laughs> you know that night before we played squash that we just mentioned. Yeah, really, really yeah. I brought oh. the ketchup bottle to his house because I only make sure that I had Heinz ketchup. You didn't want that cheap ass shitty McDonald's. Yeah, ketchup. like in fourth year, me and Yash lived together. <laughs> And Hamish lived uh, in Canada. Canada yeah. And he had a high end bottle of ketchup at our house. Just like. Did, did, did you also have one at the Compside department? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had one at Baxendale's house. Who else? <laughs> I, like, I had a multiple. One of a kind. Yeah. I remember being like, this is the most special thing I've seen in but my it, life. But you, you were there when we did the taste test as well, right? Yeah. I actually got 60%. Of it. 60% well, is still not good. It's still not as high as we were hoping, man. Like, it's good you're at, like, a degree, 2 1, yeah. yeah but. If if you if you're claiming that Heinz is so much better than all the yeah, others, yeah, it's yeah. not good. Wait, wasn't that the same as the FIFA day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's a, that was yeah. a mad compact thing. That was hilarious. Yeah, so basically, yeah, Heinz ketchup is still the best. Oh, still? Yeah. Nothing, nothing else. Change your mind yet? I, I agree, it's the best, but I also but by how much? I can have um, any other I can ketchup? have any other ketchup and be fine. I'd consider <laughs> having the other one, the other good one. Is it Bellman's? What's the other one called? Hellman's. Hellman's, Hellman's yeah, that one. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> you know those peasant Bellman's. <laughs> Hate yeah. that ketchup. So like if you if you have that, I can at least um you know respect you. But if you have like Aldi, Sainsbury's, Tesco. Yeah. Basically like, Heinz give us free ketchup. We've you know really every up to Yeah, please sponsor me. Oh, you should actually change, you know, in the episodes where we've done like three traits and a partner. Heinz Heinz. That could be such a nasty thing. <laughs> still, still blows my mind. I mean, and then stemming on from that is this one time where, so where I used to live in Leamington Spa, final year, it's like, it's, I think it's, it was pretty out and about. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't be there unless you were going to like a specific Sainsbury's or something. Right. And I'm walking around to that Sainsbury's and who do I see? Who's, who's, who's pretty far from his home. <laughs> walking back, really happy. Like, oh, just had the best trip at Sainsbury's. Hamish, what, dude, what are, you, what are you doing here? What, what were you doing there, Hamish? Yeah, I, I think because those were the times where I was working at Debenham's at, it was always very convenient for me. No, to no, say no, no don't lie. This was the weekend, bro. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, but that would make sense. Was the first time? Like, if it was first time, then I was just read out ketchup. Is no, it's no, no. even more. He's a very Sainsbury's. I'd go to get fruit. Like, I'd go oh, like twice apples. a week. The apples. Oh yeah, the Royal Gala. There's apples. a Tesco opposite his home, bro. Yeah, but nah, he needs those. Tesco Gala is dead from. I think I got you apples from Tesco Gala. What? So you're like, nah, <laughs> so strong it's, he was just so far from because you would live on the actual high street yeah <laughs> with the Tesco's opposite you I remember that yeah, yeah. it's like a solid 25 minute it walk was, man it was like yeah 25 30 minute walk <laughs> and then back so on the rainy day or something it was peak like, the, the buses didn't really go to where I needed to go as well so it was a madness oh. and it was like uphill and downhill like the dodgiest way but you need them apples and exactly you're going to just have Tesco gala man there's actually multiple things that Sainsbury's do better than Tesco like for example yeah the bourbon Sainsbury's biscuits 
free shit. Custard creams. <laughs> like the Sainsbury's version tastes a lot better than yeah, the yeah. Tesco version. What else? Angel cake. The angel cake difference is fucking insane. Just like, go work for them then. Yeah, bro. Like, what are you uh, waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they could. That feels it. like the adult version of why don't you marry it then? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, just go for work for them, dude. <laughs> Sadly, I don't think they can pay my salary. <laughs> Unless I lived in them, then it maybe work out. But dude, you know, work hard when you're forty. Buy them. Make it yours. Buy them. To buy Sainsbury's. I think they were having trying to have a merger with Asda, but then I don't know if it's fallen through or if it's on hold or something. They wanted to like become the highest or like the the biggest supermarket in the UK against Tesco. Yeah, and the yeah. only way to do it is if them two merge, but I don't know what happened to the merger. No, Tesco is strong, man. Tesco's going strong, bro. Yeah, yeah, in, that, that's why they wanted to like merge and like pretty much monopolize the... The grocery market. Yeah. Wow. Every little helps. <laughs> <laughs> it's my life saying. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so after you do your master's, mm-hmm. that brings us... Today, to now, to life, what's, to, to adulting. What's going on? Man, so I had um, a, I had a brief, cute stint of like two months at a financial services consultancy because they're the only, like, literally the only company that wanted to hire me. I applied to so many places. They're like, you know what? We like you, man. We'll hire you. They, I should have known this because they have the most generic name a consultancy could ever have, and I think that in itself should be a red flag. Like, they were <laughs> they're a Spanish company, and they were called Management Solutions. Whoa. You need solutions for management. Management solutions will provide it to you. Worst experience of my life. <laughs> Just letting them know, letting you know. That was awful. And I broke a record. I left in two months. <laughs> like yeah. I, I resigned in two months. Had to do one more month, third month left. Got employed by Officio. Thank you very much, Officio. It's a procurement consultancy. Super niche. Am I right, boys? You guys like procurement? Don't you know what it was? Need to explain that. Yeah. So procurement is basically a fancy word for saving people money. Genuinely, that's mm-hmm. it. So you, like you can help basically any company and every company has like procurement functions. For example, Tesco needs someone to go buy their suppliers. Tesco needs suppliers for all the products that they sell. How do you negotiate with the suppliers? How do you reduce the costs of like things like raw materials and, and actual goods that you're buying? That's procurement. We help. We literally help you procure things for cheaper. That's okay. genuinely it. So the consultancy I work for specialize in that. And that's what I've been doing the past year, man. Yes, that's well, what I've been doing. What exactly do you do at this? So I'm, I'm currently on a project which is on a sweet, sweet oil refinery in the UK. And I'm literally, it is the weirdest thing. I'm in this random fucking town in the UK sitting at an oil refinery every day from Monday to Thursday <laughs> and helping them procure shit. I feel so weird, man. Like a, a year ago, I had no idea this is what I'm going to be doing. Yeah, yeah just yeah. sitting, just, just helping them. They they'd be talking about things like fucking H2S gas and like buying these chems and cats and buying all this, and we just help them get it for cheaper. I'm like, okay, I guess right. I can help. So, are you using your mats then? Not at all. This is okay. the shame. Literally, I don't, and they well, love they love employing people like mathematicians and engineers and and problem solvers and smart mm-hmm. people. But I mean, so what's your like? Bro, what's the name of your role? Oh, well, was a business analyst, now a consultant, got promoted, Ooh. big up, but <laughs> basically doing the same thing. All I okay. use, I just use Excel and PowerPoint. Okay. At, at the start of it, for, for about six-ish months, I was on, I was doing things like SQL and Tableau because that was the, that was the digital, like the, the analytic side of things. Mm-hmm. But since then, I've been in consulting. Yeah, so. I was under the impression you were doing some sort of data science or data analysis I all the time. I wish, man, I wish. 
that would have been sick <laughs> is that yeah. is that like in future would you plan to move away like to like a data analysis or analytics role maybe like yeah that that'd be okay. pretty cool where i actually use maths to be honest ever since i i've um ever since i graduated from lse I'm, i really want to get into programming man mm-hmm. like we did programming then you guys did for fucking ages yeah <laughs> i honestly think that's the way like i, I want to do that as like my job it's it's pretty i think programming now is pretty um a lot of resources online that you can just use to yeah. teach yourself. To I mean, no, but, so in my master's, I, I, we literally did Java and I did okay. my whole dissertation in Python. So it's not even a lack of being able to do it. I yeah. just don't know what I, what to do with it, you know? <laughs> it's just, it just, it was so fun. I didn't even know you can solve problems like that. In my head, I was like, program, I hate, but computer science, look at those kids. What, yeah, what the hell are they doing? Yeah, learning right. languages, <laughs> noobs. And now I'm like, damn, I wish I had done computer science. <laughs> Genuinely. Yeah, especially the way we're going. We yeah, mentioned yeah. the past, like, it's currently like such a, Everyone wants to have it because it's currently what everyone needs to get get everything done yeah. for cheaper eventually. Yeah, but, but but also, I mean, fine. That's that's a more business mm-hmm. way of thinking about it. But I'm I'm sure you guys understand this. Is it not the most like a really beautiful universal way of solving problems? Yeah, isn't right. that just at the most fundamental level that blows mm-hmm. my mind that I can if I I can formulate a problem well enough in my head and then type it out, I've solved it basically. Mm-hmm. And then stemming from that, you can do so much. I love that, man. Yeah, yeah, I, guess, I, I guess I haven't really thought of it like that, but yeah, that's that's good to know. No. <laughs> <laughs> Regarding no. the problem solving thing, yeah, I remember once here yeah, when I had lost my voice for like three or four months here. Yeah, so what Baxo did, yeah, our friend from uni, he wrote like a script here yeah, that would basically just for the fun of it, because he could, yeah, he wrote a script that would give me like all the sta- would get all the standard Hamish responses at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there would be I just have to run the script and press a number. Yeah. <laughs> it would just give a Hamish response. Heinz, ketchup, <laughs> please. What, what were some of these responses? Yeah, tell us. I genuinely don't remember. But I, stuff I was saying in second year was like, um, get Rob. One of them was get oh, Rob yeah. fam, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like one of them was like, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the other ones. I'm going to have to ask him for the script if he still has it or something. That's amazing. Where you're like, that's You're like a an waste man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, it's like I'm a waste man. That was, I think, one of those. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so like he just had, it just hard-coded it. I was just like, if you think about it, that's a problem solved yet. Because now everyone that comes to talk Beautiful. to me, Enter a number. That's like, yeah. Here's my response, and then I can carry yeah, on. And like, this wanker didn't even look at me. <laughs> He's just playing this damn thing. Man. That's yeah. that's crazy. Like to see you go into like completely kind of different field, basically to what you probably would have expected from yeah, university, yeah, and then even doing a master's on top of that as well. Definitely. But then, but then breaking it down, it's exactly what that field kind of stems towards it's, mm. it's different than you guys go straight in it's taken me four years to get around to realizing that what i wanted to do all along was basically just be able to solve problems with these tools that i have you guys have been doing that from scratch i like an idiot spend three years on tools that i'm not going to use so mm. it's just amazing man like when i did it in my master's i was like shit this is it this is so great like <laughs> why why doesn't i feel like everyone should be doing it and then you can choose whether you want to use it or not yeah you know like it's amazing do you think you'll go back to India? <laughs> it's tough because my family is in India mm-hmm. and I definitely want to go back um, at some point. I, I just don't know when, man. Like, I, like I, I imagine myself being a consultant back home. It's kind of dead. I did, um, I did an internship at EY, actually, mm-hmm. back in Delhi when I was 19, I think. 19, you know? Second, the second year uni? Second year, first year uni? Something yeah, like that. Second year, yeah, right? So I go back home and I do this internship at EY and I'm like, damn, man, going to consultancy, going to sit here, this is going to be sick, you know? Like, I'm going to learn so much. Fuck all. It's a six-week stint. First three weeks, I do absolutely nothing. Genuinely nothing. I'm in the <laughs> risk department. Next three weeks, this like manager or something comes up to me. He's like, Sudhant, we need you. I was like, whoa, shit. Okay, here we go. I'm in. Here's what am I break. doing? <laughs> what am I doing? He's like, he literally writes this address down. He's like, tomorrow morning you go here and you start working. I was like, 
start start working what do you what do you, what do you mean by start working <laughs> don't worry give me a call give me a call and we'll talk about it it's like sure dude i'll give you a call you're the manager i'm the intern whatever it's this thing that's like 2 hours away from my house and i have to go there in the morning and come back at night cuz i don't have any accommodation or anything i'm an yeah. intern bro it's a warehouse and literally it's a warehouse that stores lead batteries fair enough speak to my manager on the, on the car journey there i'm like hey man you know like what's the plan here i'm ready i love the day woohoo i'm here to learn <laughs> and he basically goes look all you have to do is like basically pretend like you're counting the number of batteries there and let them know that you're here from EY and that you're doing these numbers and any money that's going to be transferred to them or from them i'm going to let you know and you just put it in excel i was like easy man <laughs> i can do that every day all day yeah. i get there and i walk out and someone comes up to greet me and they're like oh you from EY i was like yeah i'm from EY this dude literally turns around and goes guys the the auditor from EY is here and i was like wait wait do you do you say the auditor they're like yeah you're the you you're the auditor Sam, from EY right and i was like mm-hmm. yep yeah 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 that's me i'm the auditor fucking give my manager i was like dude they think i'm an auditor what do i do they're like just don't tell him you're not an auditor <laughs> so for 3 weeks i legit had to pretend to be an auditor at a factory in india where they They thought I was in charge of assessing risk and fraudulent activities of all the cash going in and out of this like transaction. There's a point where I was literally on trucks and I had no idea what I was doing. And they were like, "Oh, does the you know this does the weight of the truck look okay?" And I'm like, "Yep, yep." And I'm looking at the truck, it's completely empty. I'm like, "Yep, this looks fine. It's empty though." And they're like, "Yeah, because we wait when it's empty and then wait with the batteries for the batteries, right?" And I was like, "Yes, I was testing you, my guy. <laughs> He knows what's up." It was so bad, dude. Oh, Worst 3 weeks of my life. Genuinely, mm-hmm. I hated that shit. Oh, this is just this is the idea of going to consultancy and that's the kind of stuff they get around back home. It's a weird environment, dude. Like well, I was curious like would you go if you go back to then surely they wouldn't be able to pay you as much like Because here, like your money converts to a lot more there, so like okay, so the living costs would be the, cheaper. So that's the thing. So the dream would be is if I work for a company like Aficio, and they're like, "Dude, do you want to work in India for mm-hmm. us?" That would be amazing. But then moving to India, if I actually moved, even as a foreign national, I would get like the salary that they get there, which is mm-hmm. a lot less, which is fine for India. But it would be beautiful if I got the salary over here. Yeah. Back home. Oh man, that would be that would genuinely be mm-hmm. the dream. If that was a way, like a project in India or or staying in India for a few years working for an English company. Oh, that'd be so. What does your family think? Because you said like they weren't like even too keen on like doing mathematics. Yeah. Well, I mean, mm. I'm sure they don't regret it because I, I they know how much I loved my time in both work and jealousy yeah. and. For, from my dad's perspective i have a job so he's stoked <laughs> and yeah. my mom my mom regrets just that obviously that this meant us spending less time like the mm-hmm. fact that now we live in like this weird international life where i can only meet them when i have holidays and they can only meet me when they're here which is kind of bumming out man like i miss, I miss my mom yeah <laughs> i wish i could just meet her like be like oh i'll see you this weekend mm-hmm. so my biggest motivation to go home would be my mom and if she moves from india which she may then i i don't know if i'd go back anytime soon it's weird yeah don't know what about like friends family from like school oh i miss those guys yeah those guys are so great and they're obviously they're all doing their own things and when you go home it's as if nothing changed yeah. which is why coming back feels weird because you feel like you're like 17 year old self chilling with those same idiots talking about the same crap that makes no sense it's just so good but i mean they're also now working professionals like it, it do you not find it weird sometimes that we are the adults now yeah because like, look yeah. at your faces look at your faces <laughs> like, wait we are the adults oh yeah i guess <laughs> no i thought about it sound like i just think of my age i'm like oh shit mm. i'm can't become a professional football player anymore <laughs> yes <laughs> dude yes exactly when the football players coming in are like younger than you like yeah. wait, am i old now what's going on it's weird i remember one of um 
my cousin was basically talking about how he was with a, a bunch of his friends um, at work, a bunch of his colleagues, to be honest. And they were trying to figure something out, but they didn't know what to do. And he was like, maybe we should ask the adults. And he said that very seriously. And they thought it was kind of like a joke, like, oh, because we're the adults now. So he's like, maybe we should ask the adults. And they're like, Haha, you're so funny, dude. And he was like, no, I mean it. And they're like, what, what do you mean? We are the adults. And he's like, fuck, <laughs> fuck, that's true. What now? Oh, it messes with me, man. Yeah, that, that is crazy because I'm still like thinking like, because I guess because of university, we still feel like, at least maybe because we were in the Warwick bubble. Like, I feel like we always thought we were younger than we are. We're always yeah, like constantly. Like, it's oh my days, it's actually mad. I'm 23, you're off. It's insane. Like, we're, we're actually starting to slowly get old, but. Yeah. It's just the fact that we are now like the workers and the, and the people that go to work and, and, and like we do shit that doesn't just affect us, it affects others. It's so mm-hmm. strange. When did we get responsibilities, man? It's been, it's been weird. I feel like the perception that I had of growing up is way different to what Isn't happened <laughs> when I actually grew up. Do you feel like when you started growing up and we started like, for example, working and getting older, do you find that the adults you meet, you realize are basically just old kids also? Like no one actually knows what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah, kind of. You can see the generational gap, I think. Yeah. Like, kicking. And we're, we're, I think we're just like in this weird middle stage because we've had it like a lot different. Yeah. Also, yeah. it's because we meet a lot of different people through our lives now true 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 so i'm not sure where exactly like i guess when you move outside your area like it's like the perception changes mm-hmm. and it's just you need to understand what the other person understands whether they think they're a kid or they're an adult or is it the same as you yeah i think everyone thinks differently so in my head i'm still 21 <laughs> i still think so if some someone came to ask my age i'd have to stop and think for a second because i would naturally i'm still thinking like oh end of union 21 then i realized exactly exactly I'm like no. shit <laughs> I actually, I got my hair cut the other week. Congrats, and bro. Congrats. That's, cheers, that's great. <laughs> can, can, can I hear that story it's like again? It's, it's, a big, it's a big moment. Um, <laughs> my hair grows quick. Um, and I remember it's it's just one guy in there. And yeah, I was getting my hair cut. And this is like in the middle of, this is just across my road. So it's middle of Essex. Yeah. And then some guy, like some kid comes in, younger. And he's just like, you know, probably like, all right, geezer, like, how's it going? And do you want me to get, like, speaking to the guy who cut my hair, like, oh, do you want me to get you a couple of fags? Oh, like, Tina down the road, she's like, <laughs> she was in a car crash the other day and all that. And, like, and they started chatting about some shit. And, um, like, about, oh, no, it's about someone carrying a knife, I think. Hmm. And I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, I, was, I just wasn't really, I was like, whatever. And then he went out to get, like, the guy who's cut my hair some, like, cigarettes. And then the guy who's cut my hair was like, oh, kids these days i guess you just skip that you must be just that ge- generation older that i can just about handle well how do you must be like 23 24 and i was like shit yeah no one has ever like guessed my age no, <laughs> yeah like bang normally, on normally they Whoa. think i'm like 17 or 18 or oh, no, i so. started getting at the opposite because i look old as fuck like i've literally <laughs> been uh, people have been asking me oh you must be like 28 27 like tops and they'd be like, is it? No. It's because, okay, you guys know me. Maybe I don't come across looking like an, like all this shit in front of you guys. But genuinely, when I met my sister's friends recently, they're like, oh, you know, like, Stan, how old are you now? And I was like, I'm 30. You know, it's been a while. And I said, that's a joke because they know me. They're like, oh, we didn't even realize you turned 30. Like, you look young for your age. I was like, guys, I'm not 30. <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, I, I knew you were 27. I'm like, oh, I'm 23. <laughs> and they were like, I, guess. I was going to say, it's good they said you looked young for your age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for my age of 30, bro. Yeah. I look young for my age of 30. 
Oh man, shouldn't have that. Yeah. yeah, I think I've been called exactly my age, but well, with my current like hairstyle beard and everything. Damn. But like at uni, like I think I did like fourth yearish. Yeah. Like I started to look older than what I was. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just glad that I'm currently like I guess looking my age. Man, that's the dream, isn't it? Looking your age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the dream. No, I always think yeah. When I get older and I'm like forty or fifty, I'm gonna be looking young, you know. Yeah, I'm exactly. Fresh, so. Exactly. Can't wait for that. <laughs> how how young are you planning to look when you're forty? Out of curiosity. I don't know, 30. That'd be nice. It's a good look to go. 30? I mean, I'm already there, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm already there. Yeah. That's mad. Also, we could take a shot and uh, long distance and see if Sid wants to talk about it. Oof, deep. No, no, it's good, man. It's good. Um, I've been doing long distance for a while now. Um, I don't know. But actually... you, you said you met her at. This LSE. is what, because obviously this is all part of the catch up. This is my second yeah. long distance, long distance okay. version 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, I I literally when I mentioned it, I was like, "Shit, I actually haven't told you guys about it." And you guys, yeah, yeah, cool. I was, I was you guys played pretty cool. Said, like, Hamish was, was like, like, "Okay, yeah, we knew that. Yeah, let's just go with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah we were just like Sid with a galdem, you know, <laughs> <laughs> standard procedure. You know it, you know it. Um, so yeah, met Gabrielle at LSE, and um, we didn't think it'd be long distance. We thought she'd be in London for a bit. She's gonna work here, but then she went back home. She's from New Jersey, which is where she stays now. Works in New York. Oh wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So yeah, dude, that's what I'm doing. I've been doing that for the past year and a few months. I mean, after V1.0. <laughs> How how'd you find that? Like, dude, honestly, was it time? It, it was about six hours. Yeah, five yeah. hours. Five, five hours. hours. You know, people say, people say long distance is quite hard, and maybe it's because maybe it's because I've been doing it for a while. I think it's really easy, man. You're seasoned. seasoned Genuinely, I'm a, I'm a seasoned boy at this. I I think it's it, it's really it's it's hard. Obviously, when you meet them and you have to say goodbye, that mm-hmm. is genuinely the worst mm-hmm. feeling. Because then you come back and they're just not here, and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's and then you basically wait till the next time you see them. But once you're past that, it is such a strange mix or an ideal mix of points of you have your time for a few months. And you basically, it's like the honeymoon phase all over again for like two weeks. You're like, damn, this is so intense. This is amazing. And it's a constant cycle of that, you know? It's not that bad. People really don't like long distance. It gets a, it gets so a, how it gets often a bad do you rap. actually meet them? Like whether it's you going to her or her community? So this might sound like really less, but I met her about six times last year, which for me is like an all-time high. I'm like, yeah, boy, better, better, better. <laughs> Once every two months, winning in life, you know? No, it's good. I met her six times. Uh, she came She came to London quite a few times, actually, and she's obsessed with London. Like It's, mm-hmm. it's like her favorite city in the world. Because um, she also studied LSE. But then I went to New York a couple of times and we went a few holidays. Went to Ireland recently. Never been to Ireland before. Nice. Yeah. Where else? Not Went to Galway and Dublin. Oh, nice. Yeah. Super surprised. I think, just touching back, you said like a lot of people don't like long distance. Yeah. I think that's mainly just because I feel like, obviously, people don't like long distance because you want to see your partner a lot. Mm-hmm. Careful what you say. Um, well, I mean, what, what, <laughs> no. what can I say? That's bad. Um, <laughs> and I think trust. Trust is the is, scariest bit. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. as long as you have that trust tries. in each other, then... Then it's easy, right? Because yeah, yeah. once you pass the trust bit... What what is so hard? I mean, the, the longing aspect is there, but we are now in that stage of our life. We can go make it work, man. We can just go up to them, or they can just come here. We're the adults now. Exactly, exactly. I don't wait for Easter break now, dude. Yeah. I I'm like, oh, I'll take these days off and just go to New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, yeah, yeah. That is, really, yeah, really exactly, cool. exactly. I don't know. It's good. And I guess technology no really helps, dude. If I didn't have WhatsApp, <laughs> oh man, I not that you respond really <laughs> anyway. Oh, oh big burn. <laughs> the worst bit is if anyone, any of my friends, actually listen to this, they're gonna be like, "Yeah, high five me, Hamish. You you say that, bro. <laughs> Literally, I'm so bad at WhatsApp. Yeah, man. Yeah, 
And like, for example, like we were waiting to sort out the episode plan, but he hadn't responded for weeks. <laughs> for weeks. <laughs> what was that to chase him? <laughs> oh, so bad. And Hamish was like, bro. And I'm like, oh, shit. I I, th- I thought I responded to this shit, <laughs> dude. My pop- bad. <laughs> yeah. It comes and goes in waves. I'm, I'm bad at that. Yeah. But good yeah. when it comes to Gabrielle. So, hey. Now, I remember at least, okay. I was just glad there was a squash here um, that you at least came through all the time. Always. Like, Never been yeah. on that, man. That was, that, I think that's why I was like, they don't have too much rage. I'm like, okay, he comes through for squash. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if he doesn't come on my podcast. He comes for squash. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. Good to see you. Doing well. Yeah, man. Yeah. Everything is happy and prosperous. You know it. That's just how <laughs> life is supposed to be. Uh, yeah. Uh, should we start to uh-huh. round up? Yeah. So I guess I'll start off with the final questions. Damn, let's do this. First, th- first question. Let's do this. What is one thing you would change in the world if you could? Shit, that's a big one. <laughs> Only one thing. You can, you, you, you can have remove Aaron from the world. world. Done. No, no, no. <laughs> wow. And I barely see the guy. Come on, man. Wow. No, no, no. no, that's that's harsh. That'd be the only, is that the only thing you change in the world, Hamish? Wait, have you guys answered these questions? No. Oh, can we all do one? Sure. Oh, shit. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah boy. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. All right. Yeah, so, I mean, if you want, if you want I can start. If you guys want to think about it, because I'm yeah. also thinking about it. I'm yeah, saying yeah. all this just so I can think about it. I mean, yeah, it. we, oh, we yeah. can cut out, like, blank space. Oh, yeah, cool, yeah. okay. Cool, thinking cool, cool, space. Cool. Yeah, thinking space. One thing. Fuck, <laughs> Should have had a backup once to prepare in case it's never backfired. <laughs> yeah, I don't how, know why we never thought this. How was this never backfired? <laughs> I don't know. One thing. We'd be treating it like, people are like, you're like, you guys are the host. You're the big man, yeah? We can't do that. But I don't know about you guys. There's only the documentary one, but I had something ready for that. Like One thing you could change it. One thing like that's it's intense. Thing you oh, I know. I've I've got one. It's proper selfish though. To do go for it. I'll, I'd appreciate a few more inches in height. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Wait, is this for everyone in the world? Or just... No, no, just me. Hey, man. <laughs> if, if, if it's everyone, then it makes no difference. Exactly. To me. <laughs> I was like, Aaron, you have not chosen wisely. <laughs> okay, okay. So you, you, if the one thing you could change in the world is you get a few inches. Yeah, I'm not even being greedy, you know. I'm asking for a few inches. That's fair, man. I'll take That's two fair. as well. <laughs> I'll, I'll have a couple, you know. <laughs> I'll take anything, man. Um, yes, a couple of inches. That's good. That's good. That's the one thing you change in the world. Selfish, I know, but no, it's not at all, man. Um, I'm trying to think. What would I do? disclaimer? There are other things I've changed the world. That was kind of half yeah, a joking, yeah, yeah. but like half. Also serious. <laughs> no, but, that, but the tone now is clearly half joking, half serious, and on the selfish side. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think of something in that tone. Indian food in the UK. <laughs> Done. Exactly. In the UK. Done. Because this is where I live, and the Indian food here is subpar. I'm saying it. I'm getting. It. I'm getting all the food from India, and I'm changing it here right now. You're gonna colonize us? Do it right. You know. <laughs> like, come on, get the right food. Done. Boom. One thing I changed the world. That's <laughs> so literally bring into my area. and have to go to Indian shop because I don't really <laughs> eat Indian food out because obviously I live at home. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, of course, man. You have a good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I literally take it right and just make it some... Either that or I'll just get my parents to cook for you again or something. Oh, remember that? Oh, dude, your mom is the sweetest. Yeah. Side note, his mom used to send me biryani. Oh, it was... Oh. And it was so nice. Like, literally, uh, Hamish would just be like, dude, I'm coming back from home. You want some biryani? And I'd be like, yes, please. <laughs> He's like, sure. And then I'd tell my mom and my mom would be like, oh my God, they're the best. <laughs> yeah, my parents were kind of like always tried to like give food to people, like regardless I don't know. Like they, they would never charge anyone as well. So when it comes to food, it's just like give food to people. So cool. one thing I was thinking of is like right now, it's not really food related, but it could, I guess indirectly would help is starting off with like this. We have like many countries that have so much sunlight in like the Africa region, for example, mm. um, South America region. Mm. And what you could do is just start set up like 
in these cities that don't have it developed, we could just set them up as like renewable cities in the first place and then Whoa. branch out from there. Okay. Man's put us a shame, bro. Yeah. He <laughs> yeah <it's laughs> That's crazy. what I think I, about. This is why I said I, I thought we t- we set the tone up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 so, but then if anything, they could sell clean energy back into like the richer places which need to get off the, um, what do you call it, like the non-sustainable. Develop, develop, developed countries? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, sell, yeah. sell it to the developed countries um, slowly but surely. Yeah. And so that means they have to eventually get off like the, what do you call it, the the fossil fuels, etc. So, mm. And then that way, they're forced to become clean over time as well. So, but you have to start it off in places that are not too developed because they don't have the infra in the first place. Yeah, but but it's not, surely it's not just about infra, right? Like, even if you can set up the right infrastructure, do we have that sort of infrastructure where we can even harness that much energy? No, I mean, this is all... No, no, I know, like, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. On that, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know how easy it would be. It would probably take years to make happen, but... Start your company, Amish. <laughs> just saying. To be fair, I think one of our friends, Monan. Um, Manan, um, my boy, you know, I he love is doing Manan. something related to renewable is, energy. He is such a beautiful human yeah. being. He actually he's he's in, actually uh, doing it. Yeah, I saw him in San Francisco. No. He came over to for like a Y Combinator. I think it's Y Combinator anyway, accelerator. So he met up. Damn. Do you know how I met Monan? <laughs> I found his bank card at the bus stop to go lemon and I just gave it back. <laughs> that's, how I, <laughs> that's literally how I met my name. Then he, he's just like so nice afterwards. I was like, surprised cool. you gave it back. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, second question is one song to listen to forever. You'd listen to forever. This is bad, but I know it. I already know it, and awesome. no one's going to know it. <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce the name of the song, so I'm going to spell it out first, and okay. I'm going to give my attempt at pronouncing it. Might be Swedish. I don't know. It's not. It's not a Swedish song. Though. I just don't know what the fuck language it is. Gotcha. So it's spelled L J U D E T. Lejudet Le, mm-hmm. and then I double N A N Inan. Okay. So, little backtracking. There's this band or like set of two people called Storm Corrosion. Mm-hmm. They come from like these two progressive metal backgrounds. And growing up in India, everyone loves progressive metal. Woohoo. It's great. We're so cool and hip. <laughs> but then everyone's pretty disappointed with this album because they're like two progressive metal legends, but they made like this album that, in my opinion, was basically, I don't know how they did it. It was basically just like, it's like feelings and moods in music. That's it. And there's one song that Le Judith Inan, however the fuck it's pronounced, that hits home for me. Like in it, it genuinely is what I would want from my life as an emotion in ten minutes. And I can listen to it at any point. It's a time. ten minute. It's a ten minute, 10 minute song. song. It takes it takes me through like everything I would need in my life emotionally. Boom, done. Shit. I can listen to it endlessly whenever. People can go out and listen to it now. They might find it really boring mm-hmm. or really weird. But I think it's absolutely beautiful. Ten minute songs are a good choice because that's like three songs. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. What about you two? I would choose, have to choose an album because I can't do one song. So okay. I, what album? I would choose 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. Damn, <laughs> your boy! <laughs> I knew that reaction was going to come Because I, I don't know what other album I could probably pick. That's fair. It's the rest of your life. It's a big commitment. Mine would just be um, Marvin Gaye, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Beautiful. With Tammy Terrell. Beautiful. Oh, I, I picture this question like if you're on a desert island and yeah. you're stranded. <laughs> you so, oh, so this keeps you sane. That's like, yeah, that's also oh, like a motivational shit, song. Man. So like... It's everything. Yeah, that's It's sustenance. Was. It's mood. It's energy. Yeah. Damn. Straight fire. Mm. So yeah, the third and final question is, um, what is your most memorable third wheeling experience? Whether you've been the third wheel or you're being third wheeled. Oh, I'm thinking for me as the third wheel. It's going to be my mom and my dad. Because um, <laughs> genuinely, because my mom and my dad basically divorced, and then my mom met my stepdad, and I I did third wheel that shit. <laughs> and that was for me the most memorable. Like genuinely, I was at their wedding third wheeling because I was like the, I was the grown up kid at their wedding. I was like, what is going on? This is, <laughs> this is insane. It's the most cute thing, man. But it's definitely the most memorable third wheel. Uh, that's lovely. 
any person in particular you think you'd want to see on this podcast? 100%, my boy Nick Angelini. Like I, I told you guys, okay. Nick and yeah. I, Nick and I, when we heard you guys in this podcast, we're like, damn, bro, we gotta get it on this. <laughs> is, is Nick in the UK? Yeah, he's in London. Yeah. He's in okay. London. He was, literally, he was so gutted. He was like, dude, fuck you for being able to go on that podcast. I was like, don't worry, boy. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, oh, get, you yeah. we'll get you we'll on. Soon come, soon come. Yeah, 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 he'll come, bro. We'll hook you up. We'll get exactly. the details. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely Nick. Um, he really wants to be here, the little cutie. And the final bit, oh, not the final bit, I guess. The next bit is shout-outs. So something to shout out, whether it's like a song, album, person. But you can shout out multiple things if you want as well. So yeah, anything you want to shout out, we can go first if you don't have anything in mind. I'll shout out the movie Parasite. I think everyone should go watch it. I fucking love it. And mm-hmm. I am obsessed a little bit. Well, you're a movie yeah. fanatic. We should have spoke about that. Oh, yeah. That was fine. My, my, um, one of my closest friends from like back home he actually said yeah parasites like best film you've seen for me like it's, one of the best okay, it's, it's, it's definitely one of, it's amazing but yeah. for me the best film of the year even not even of all time is still married story i don't know if you guys have seen or heard it i ruined me yeah completely i need to watch it but i i know i'm gonna cry first of all <laughs> I so, so i just i just need to prepare myself so <laughs> That movie is amazing. But okay, but the reason I'm saying Parasite is I think everyone will enjoy it. It's super yeah. cool, really. But it's not in English, is it? No, yeah. no, it's not. It's in Korean. So, so Wait, do you still read. run your film thingy? The film blogs? Yeah, yeah, I still do reviews. I still, I still have. Are you going to shout that out? Do you want me, or what should be? Go for it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Sure, man. Sure. sure. On Letterboxd, yeah. All right, so I guess I have a few shout outs then. So hey. the first being for Sid's uh, movie blog where he reviews movies. So if you, um, the link will be in the description. I don't know if I <laughs> Second one is going for um Monan Meta's so Monan, our friend from uni. Yeah. Um, his startup that he has is called I don't know how to say this so is it, isn't It's like it's U N E R G I A. So like Unergia. Let's say Unergia. So, yeah. So we love Unergia. You go check out. <laughs> um it's kinda of based in India, but it's for a good cause. And my music shout out's gonna be for um Toby, Manny and Janelle for Destined for Greatness. Absolute banger. Obviously, this will be old by the time this comes out. <laughs> Still a bag. Yeah. 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 I'm going to give a shout out to this like company called Hired. So if you're looking for a job, I'm currently a job search. Hopefully, by the time this comes out, I actually have a job. But if you use a referral link in the description and hey, you get a job, hey, hey, I get 900 quid. So <laughs> but if you get a job, let me know and I'll give you half of it. So it works out for everyone. Free money. So yeah, that's my shout out. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for coming on, Sid. Thanks for hosting. No, thanks for house. having me, man. This has been my most memorable third wheel experience after my mum and dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. Good to yeah, know. Uh, we get that a lot. We get that a lot these days. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's yeah. a good episode. Yeah, I hope everyone's enjoyed it. And we'll speak to you next, next week. week. See ya. Have a good day. See ya. Bye. Bye.